It's been a New Year's season. Holidays have come and gone, and you know what? Wait a second. Let's just doesn't even do this intro anymore. We should just go like right to the end in our little catchphrase. Uh, Bell, take it off here. Here we go. Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm apparently not good at making bits. <laughs> and this is Legends TV Talk. Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, back from the ether, back from hiatus, and back here to do some <clears throat> podcast episodes that we missed earlier. <laughs> well, we, you know what? We had things to do. It was, you know, I yeah. was sleeping, um, respirating, um, making fun of Santa Claus. It was a great time of year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's and been a long time. It's been a long yeah, time since yeah. we rocked and rolled. Well, what's funny yeah. is is that we haven't even missed any more episodes because the the Legends hiatus is like six months long. So it's longer yeah. than the hiatus between the spring and the fall. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Oh man, like, yeah. But you know, worth it's, it. Uh, oh, for sure. Because you know, I mean, we, we we get some time to you know recoup and uh, uh, go the to rehab and clean up and uh, you know. Actually, actually, I didn't go to rehab. I just did something different. I went ahead and made a new. Po- I was like, I have all this stuff, so I just started a new podcast. Well, there you go. That's, you I'm know, talking that's, about that's Magic the Gathering. I mean, I decided to take the geekiness of this and turn it up to like seventy. So you know, I mean, I don't talk like this. I'm not using this voice, although sometimes I want to use this voice when I'm talking about magic and spells. But. <laughs> You know, playing Starker's podcast, tell your friend. Yeah, yeah. If, especially <laughs> if you like Magic the Gathering. If, you, if you're not yes. into Magic the Gathering, it, still you tell listen your to friends. it anyway. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Just still download it. Give me a good review. Come on, people. I, I, Papa needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah, four or five star reviews, please. Yeah. S- similar for our show. You know, yeah, only absolutely. four or five stars reviews. If, if your opinion of our show is, is, you know, three stars or lower, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or email us. Let us know. We'll try to fix it, which we won't fix it. We'll make fun of you on the air. But... You know, it, 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 you know, you'll feel like you were heard. Yeah. Well, we, we won't necessarily make fun of you on the air. I will make but, fun uh, of them. I, I pretty much always make fun of them. Will actually. Will will make fun of you yeah. on the air. But, <laughs> but we will also try and, uh, uh, and and fix our stuff and make it better. Because yeah. you know, we, we want to make a good podcast. We're not the most Absolutely. professional out there. We're not the, uh, you know, we're not the best. But no, that's Flash TV much, talk. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I, I, I think I'm not positive of this, but I'm pretty sure we're the only Legends TV Talk podcast out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that was late. Wow, this is just really late. <laughs> yes. Wow, I feel bad about that one. But yes, we are. I think we are the best, if not the only Legends of Tomorrow TV Talk. We're definitely the only Legends TV Talk. But I think the we're le- the only Legends TV Talk. Right. But we're not the only Legends of TV Tomorrow podcast out there. Oh, there's oh, really? other podcasts out there. There are other podcasts out there, but they I don't have, have listened to them. <laughs> I yeah. have not listened to them, so. Yes, we're the only ones. <laughs> we're the only ones that, that truly, truly, that truly matter. matter. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, yeah, let, let's start a feud between like all the Legends <laughs> of Tomorrow podcast hosts. Yeah, that that would go well. I, I mean, see that think, think of all well. the collective ratings, right? Like, you know, we'll, we we start this fake. Rappers do it all the time to get publicity and stuff. Why wrong. can't podcast hosts? <laughs> well, didn't we'll you guys try beef. that with Derek Russell and he won by going out with Brian Austin Green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of made a whole podcast with Brian Austin Green, and we kind of just got our TV back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we, I, we definitely came out on the bottom on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And these but, are all inside know, jokes. Nobody will ever get. You need to listen to like Starkville Lab. You, you just enjoy the TV Talk family, folks. Yes. Just, if you if you listen to the Flash uh, TV Talk and the other TV Talk shows, you'll probably know what we're talking right. about. For those of you who don't, uh, you should go I to. Mean, yeah, you're. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Please, <laughs> my name is Kyle. Where? Oh, d- d- yeah. 
Do we have the? Oh, we got. We, uh, we do. We do. We do have it, and it's been updated. What the TV Talk okay, cool. FM? Yes. TV Talk FM. That's what I was looking for because yep. I couldn't remember if it was like. Yeah. Anyway, TV Talk FM for all of your TV show podcasting needs. We have all sorts of stuff. We got mm-hmm. Tolkien TV Talk. We got uh, all the CW Which, shows, uh, with the exception Tolkien of some TV of Talk. Really? Like, are we sure that yeah. Amazon or Hulu is not going to screw this up? Are we that positive? No. All right, just make. No, no, no. We're pretty sure they're 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 good. They're gonna do great, guys. I I, I don't know. I'm excited. Like I think it'll be cool. I I'm a big yeah. Tolkien fan, so I might try to like you know wedge myself into that podcast every now and again, um, <laughs> especially if the show's good. If the show's good, and so, it, Lord of the Rings is the best of that film franchise, if you ask me. Um, okay, I, uh, I would agree with that. Fell, Fellowship of the Ring. Let, let's 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 specify. Yeah, Fellowship of the Ring was that. good. The Hobbit. Uh, the Hobbits were awful. You, you took a nine-page book. Unexpected, and, ju- unexpected journey was, or yeah, unexpected journey was the best of out of those three. Yeah, but that's kind of like saying that uh, you know Wonder Woman was the best of the DCEU films, except right. for Wonder Woman was actually really good. But yeah, the Hobbit and then so was Aquaman. Aquaman was yeah. really good. Aquaman was okay. <laughs> what? See, we haven't even talked. We haven't even been on air since <laughs> <not> Aquaman, <laughs> Into the Spider Verse. Oh, Into the Spider. Uh, oh, Captain no. Marvel. <laughs> let's yeah. Let's let's do a rundown here. Okay, so Aquaman. Uh, we'll we'll each give our impressions. So Aquaman, as uh, dumb comic book movie, it was okay. <laughs> Kyle, you said <laughs> you loved it. My loved it, yeah. Here's my impression of Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm kind of it, it, it was all right. All right, into the Spider Verse. No, it was Kyle. really good. I loved it. Again, <laughs> uh, it's late. What the hell? Freaking loved Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, super good. Will, Will. It. Any? There was a movie about Spider Man. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I I loved it. It came out right when I got the Spider Man video game, so it was like I was like overwhelmed with Spider Man for a while. But yeah, it was it was a love letter to anyone who likes Spidey. So oh yeah, you know. best best Spider Man movie that's ever come out for sure. I don't know. I still like Raimi. I get, and I love Homecoming. I'm sorry. I Homecoming's love Homecoming. But I, yeah, I, I feel like Homecoming's uh, Homecoming's a good movie. Uh, Into the Spider Verse is just the the best like homage, and it, it, it's a great standalone film on its own. But it's also That's a great homage to everybody. Yeah, to everybody who is a uh, a Spider Man fan. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think it's I think it's been the best representation of Spider Man on film yet. Uh, and, and I'm a huge fan of of Homecoming, and I'm really excited about. Uh, Far from, Far from home, but uh, yeah, I, I still think Into the Spider Verse is the best Spider film I've seen. Uh, yes, yeah. thus, thus far. All right, so uh, next up, Captain Marvel. Will your opinion? I, I think that when I eventually see it, I'll love it. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I see. Dude, that. I'm Someone's sorry. I got three own. kids. I got three kids. What do you want from me? <laughs> like, I'm trying to get married in four months. Like, dude, forget about it. I got time <laughs> no, to go I'll, to I'll, sit through the movie. <laughs> No, all of these life obligations are bullshit. They don't count. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle, what, what about you? What do you think of uh, Captain Marvel? I mean, it was better the second time for me because of spoilers that happens that I don't want to talk about because Good. Will hasn't seen it. Yeah, there, there are some structural elements about it that kind of bothered me, but uh, overall I thought it was really fun, and for some reason those structural elements didn't bother me nearly as much as they have in other films. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a huge Marvel fanboy and I like to just trash DC movies only and I will shill for Marvel movies all the time. That's not really true, but I, I feel like that's probably what some people would think after listening to my uh, my Aquaman versus my Captain Marvel review on the panel to screen. Uh, <laughs> but wow. 
Oh, I, and you're and uh, you saw yeah. I mean, we saw Captain Marvel, right? With uh, Zachary Levi, right? That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes. Zachary Levi. You know, it's wow. It's, yeah, Zachary Levi was excellent in the role. Um, uh, the the kid from uh, from It Chapter One was really good too. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That, I, that, it, I know. I, I realized this the other day. I was sitting there watching. Like, Where have I seen this kid? And then I saw a trailer for It or something about It Chapter Two. Right. And he was in there, and I was like, "Oh, that's that kid." Okay, good. Um, but anyway, that's enough for other stuff besides Legends TV Talk Talk. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I think it's time. Well, and also, just to fill you guys in, the, this, this is going to be a double episode. We're going to go over episodes uh, five and episode six of season four, uh, and and get those in there so that you guys can hear our lovely voices talking about the show that everyone loves. And we'll uh, be anyway, back in what? We'll that's... be back in two weeks, right? That is when April first. Yeah, we're when... back in two weeks. Yeah, April first. April first comes back. Um, our release schedule has now changed. Oh yes, um, we will be recording Sundays. Or hopefully, Saturdays. usually on Sundays now. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be basically a full week after the episode premieres. So it's the release schedule is going to be wonky, right? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. and that's all because of me. Right, totally your and fault. Big boy job. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Well, yeah, really. Thanks a lot. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm not working in retail anymore. That's pretty awesome, though. So you got to be excited about that. Yes, I am. I'm excited I'm, for you because I am as well. Crap. Yeah, like holidays, I, retail. I, oh, just I don't know how you survived. That, I, I survived nine years in retail hell. <laughs> but well. now I get I get all of these like like I get Memorial Day and like Labor Day and Fourth of July off, and I'm like. <laughs> I usually work these. What am I supposed to do? It's so crazy for me that like no one in retail gets the Labor Day holiday off when like I know. Labor Day is kind of about like uh, you know workers and supporting workers and like all the people that would get or need that holiday. The people with the you know the, mm-hmm. the jobs that are dealing with the most crap all the time don't get Labor Day off. It's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, but anyway, that's 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 enough of that. But yes, we'll, our, our recording schedule will be a little bit wonky, uh, so we're giving you these two episodes, and uh, we'll be giving you l- the week. So April first will probably be April seventh or April sixth. Will be yeah. April April eighth, right? Oh, sorry, yeah. that was accident. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, enough of that. I think it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time. Yeah. For a history lesson uh-huh. on Legends TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Uh. <laughs> Just I'm going to put Will Smith lyrics in on everything now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh. Well, yeah. we don't want to get sued. <laughs> I mean, like, we used... We used no, in, in Flash, we used... Uh, uh, we had a, a Facebook Live show on Flash TV Talk, and we used, like, s- 10, 15 seconds of, I think, Missy Elliott, and immediately, right after we posted the video, it was taken off of Facebook. Really? Yep. Yep. I'm very surprised. You, you know what I'm also surprised about is that Will has not played Return of the Mac yet. I know. And, and it's and, and we've you been know returned. why are you taking why you know it's in <laughs> it, the it's, notes. It's that man. I I know where I'm putting it. Okay. Like, this is about... my bit. You know what? You stay there and be like just <laughs> the leader of the show. Okay. You 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 know now now that you said it, I feel obligated. Stay in your lane. All right. There it is. Actually, this could be our theme song. <laughs> nice little little returnage of the Mac there, because the, the, the Macs are back. We have returned. 
and uh, excellent usage on the time there because we did not hit that whatever second threshold it is for <laughs> to get to get you know picked we, up by we don't have whatever. enough listeners for them to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and plus, you know, if we talk over it, I want. I, it does, I want it's to okay think, if we talk over it. It's a lot yeah, because huh. the waveform will be different, and uh, right. it'll yeah. Anyway, uh, here and we I, go. It's, and I pot it up, and it's on the. It's on. Actually, it all comes in on the. You know, on the chorus, it's not coming in the big boom, big big boom. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Good lord. <laughs> nice. Sorry about that. Uh, that that's, was that was that the, the, the Tagamo attacking? Right yes. <laughs> wow, that just <laughs> happened. I feel yeah. terrible. I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is season four, episode five, Tagumo Attacks, directed by Alexandra LaRoche and written by Kito Shimizu and Uba Muhammad. <laughs> and Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Well, with Constantine still injured, Sarah has Gideon look for Nora Dark in 2018, with Gideon quickly finding a match. Ray goes to find her at a renaissance fair to ask her for help in saving Constantine. Nora agrees and is able to use her magic to heal him. Ray tells her to run and not to tell them where she went, but Nora uses the Time Stone to travel to the Time Bureau, wishing to repent for her actions. The other legends, meanwhile, investigate a fugitive in 1950s Tokyo, and discovered a giant octopus creature that has appeared on a film set. The creature, named, I think it is actually called Tagamo, was brought to life by a magical book, which uses the imagination of the filmmaker. Sarah and Charlie manage to partially shrink it, but the Tagamo still attacks the set. Mick uses the book and his own imagination to create a heroine called Grimma that battles the Tagamo, eventually defeating it. The legends confiscate the book, and the fugitives almost escape the Bureau, but Nate, with a weird subplot part C for this darn uh, pl- uh, plot synopsis, the fugitives almost escape the Bureau, but Nate and Gary manage to find a way to contain them with food. Ava joins the Haywood family for Thanksgiving. Plot D, Hank claims the fugitives are controllable and tells someone to go ahead with Operation Hades. Again. Yeah. With not reading this over again, having run-on sentences and whatever. <laughs> well, it, 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 this this episode was a run-on sentence. There was stuff everywhere. It was oh, insane. It was you had, nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you had the the the, the uh, Tagumo or Tagamo or Tagumo. Let's call him Tagamo. 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 I'm trying to Tagamo. Yeah. I got to find out where the emphasis uh, on the syllables need to go. So, uh, Tagamo comes out there, and then it's like, so we got this Tagamo. I want to take you down to Tagamo. <laughs> we'll get there take fast, and then we'll, and we'll take, take it, slow. it slow. That's where <laughs> you want to go. We went back to Tagamo. <laughs> Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty, come on, pretty mama. <laughs> All right, now oh, we're going to that it just happened. Yeah, That's, yeah. yeah we got we to gotta get all these. Yeah, this this is going to be fun. Oh, it is a <laughs> fine day to be part of the Irish there. Yeah, I, I, and that's the funny thing is I'm not even drunk. Neither am I. Yeah. I'm drinking water. I know, me too. This is crazy. <laughs> and I, I didn't have any, uh, you know, any other any other substances <laughs> before the podcast started. See, it's Will. It's Will with the rosé over there. The uh, <laughs> rosé all day. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah, man, I'm like such I... a badass for drinking rosé. It's like, whoa. Well, it's rosé cider, so that's that's yeah. is that better or worse? It's cider. <laughs> it's it's really like it's it's a it's a weird wine cooler, but doesn't taste as sweet. So I'm kind of down with it. You know, it's got like this apple cidery taste, but yet it's also like kind of 
prissy wussy and it's Maybe Wendy's. I was desperate. <laughs> I, I tried all the good stuff yesterday. I oh yeah. I tried I the Sam to... Adams Belgian ale, which is really good. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. I haven't tried that one. I got. I, I've just been. I've been on a German beer kick. I've been drinking some Hofbrau, as you can see. Ah, very good. Maybe you can't see that, but uh, well, you can see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm. I you know, judging by how this is going thus far, I may need to go get a couple of those uh, <laughs> <laughs> in between in between episodes. We're not we'll seeing. This is only one episode, man. We're only doing one episode. Well, yeah, I don't want to have like a five minute break while I run down yeah, to my kitchen and you. get a beer. So, well, you know what? If you, in your next house, if you can make it so you're, you know, there's a refrigerator right in your studio. That's that's going to be the plan. I'm probably going to get one of those mini fridges. That's what you roll, underneath. man. Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. Good choice. I have that Good stock choice. with beer, so I can just like reach down, like you know, pop off camera for a second, <laughs> and then come back up with a beer. You know, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so this this episode, much like uh, our episode, is all over the place. Right. Uh, I it's 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 so weird. You got the Thanksgiving subplot. Uh, you got the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 Tamago subplot. Uh, you got the you know fugitives escaping, which is kind of related to the Thanksgiving subplot. Uh, it's yeah, just Nora it's, Dark. it's all over the place. Yeah. Saving Constantine. Yeah, Nora Dark and the Renaissance Fair, Saving Constantine. Oh, man, it's it's there, nuts. Um, I mean, a lot have happened, but, the I mean, the, again, the main focus was the Tagamo and the precursor to Godzilla. Right. And that's really all I cared about this whole episode was how they would tie this into Godzilla. And they tied it in at the very end. The, the the fact that he said the king of monsters in Japanese, I think, was mm-hmm. was was really good. I was right. worried they're going to have him say that line in English, and I'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but uh, oh, go ahead, Will. I'm just like, it does. You know, it's been the kind of the problem they've had this season in that it, they they put a lot in it, but there's not a lot of reason for it to be there. Like, it's not like it's right. moving the plot along. It's not like like it's moving the plot along. Maybe I don't like the plot. It's possible, but it, well, there's. There's something with this plot that I mean, going forward in time with how this episode, uh, how these episodes are, are we don't really have a big bad for the season, yeah, at all, and that's well, it's I think it's, it's supposed to be weird. I think it's supposed to be Neron, and Neuron, uh, like yeah. which, which we saw in the last well, episode. Right, oh yeah, he was Neuron. in the last episode. See, there we go. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah. See, this is, yeah, so so we're, we're doing uh, we're a great we're, show, we're guys. Three episodes behind where the hiatus was, where we actually get to the point of the big bad. So this is kind of like a lull in the season, really. Yeah, where uh, they're they're doing these things and they're they're in- basically this episode was to introduce Mona and to get Mona a part of the show because of what she does in episode uh, eight, I think it uh, is, or is episode seven. Yeah, you know. Uh, Apparently Kyle's not the biggest fan or will of, of Mona. Um, she, I, I saw no, your, no offense to to the actress. No offense. It's not her. But fault. this character yeah. is just not worth it on the show. So it's why just, don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Basically, That's how it goes. <laughs> basically, it's like I, I'm sure she's a great person in real life. I just. Do not care for the character. I can't disagree. My, with my at issue, all. and I, I saw your tweet earlier, Kyle. I guess you were rewatching this episode, and, mm, and I was uh, rewatching last. I was rewatching the next episode, which is what made me. Yeah, because that's a very that. Mona centric uh, episode. He's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Well, well, it, but it, maybe it, let me ask you guys this: Should we go to the next episode and do that synopsis as well, so that we can just talk about them both? Back to back, or do you guys yeah, want? You know? I think that's a good idea. Let, let's and then we'll have that. like so, two separate Mick quotes and all that still, but because there is things that from this that go into that. So yeah, so right, let's go. Let me hold on. I'll do another. 
So this is this is your uh, your second history lesson for this episode. We're gonna we're gonna do like Will said, uh, both the history lessons together so that we can uh, kind of talk about them because they kind of they kind of roll in together. Uh, mm-hmm. And so this is season four, episode six. Tender is the Nate. This is directed by Dean Cho and it was written by Phil Klemmer and Matthew Mala. And Kyle, again, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Good gladly. Nate invites Hank to the Wave Rider and gives him a tour on the ship. The legends attempt to keep Nate from Charlie because she looks like Amaya but fail. The Wave Rider detects a fugitive in Paris, 1927. Ray visits the Bureau in an attempt to see Nora, but Ava rejects the visitation, although Mona sneaks in a letter to Nora from Ray, which Nora refuses to read and triggers her. This grabs the attention of Ava, who tries to restrain Nora, but they end up getting locked in the prison cell. The legends are joined by Ernest Hemingway to hunt for the fugitive, who appears to be a Minotaur. During the fight with the Minotaur, Hank is injured, and Nate and Constantine calm the Minotaur down, but Hemingway attacks it, angering the Minotaur. Nate confronts the Minotaur, who prevents his steel powers. Hank picks up the guitar and sings the Minotaur to sleep. Meanwhile, Ray rescues Mona, Ava, and Nora. Ava shows humanity in the prisons, thanks to Mona, and Nate officially leaves the Legends team. <laughs> that is... that. All that, all that being said, that... Taps is for Nate, but mainly for whoever writes yeah. these darts and <laughs> I really need to go back and just. Fix I this. yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really it's... really horrible. It's yeah. How many times can they write Minotaur in one paragraph? I don't know. Um, well, it is what it is, though. I get that. One, two, three, four. One, two, yeah, four. Sure. Five, I, yeah, but you six. know, I, I always have to do that on Flash too, because you know, we we pull the synopses off the internet, and then I I kind of rework them so that they make sense, work, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that they make sense, and then you know, they because you know, reading something and reading it out loud are kind of different, and so you you got to make it flow better. Like these short staccato sentences don't really work well when you're trying to give a synopsis on a podcast, and so yeah, we go in there, and we we usually fix these things, but uh, anyway, uh, let's get back to the episodes. Let's let's go uh, talk about uh, okay, so where we were uh, Tagamo, uh, yeah, so yes. where we were talking about Tagamo, and uh, you know, it's kind of all over the place, uh, but you know, we, we got to see uh, homage to. Uh, Godzilla, the uh, mm-hmm. king of king of monsters, the king of kaiju, Gojira, right. yeah. Uh, not to be confused with the band Gojira. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> but I, what, one of the things that I really liked about this episode, it's one thing that we see on Legends a lot, is is how they uh, handle various time periods and and sort of the political, you know, uh, and sociological aspects of the time. And it was really neat to me seeing the perspective of a uh, an atomic bomb survivor being told you right. know mm-hmm. when, when he's talking about looking you know where all the people go and then he sees that the people are ash like raining down on him like that's that's like a really powerful moment and it's it's it was something that i wouldn't expect to see in a tv show about time travel and you know fighting giant octopuses and uh, uh you know octopi sir octopi, octopi. sorry and, <laughs> Come on. And, and like you know fairy godmothers and and all this kind of nonsense right and just to, to see that uh in this show shows me that these writers still have you know they, they they still got it I think and and we've had our our issues with this you know uh, with the show and specifically with this one kind of with how they're sort of plotting it 
uh, and and whatnot. But it was it was really neat to me to see them kind of uh, you know talk about that from a Japanese person's perspective, uh, right? You know about what that would do to someone's psyche to 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 be witness to that. And I thought that was really really cool uh, that they that they did that. But uh, but but yeah. So uh, and and this ultimately was what inspired. Uh, the well, with with the help of of Mick, <laughs> you know, lizards, <laughs> lizards are king, right? Uh, to to do Godzilla, so that was pretty cool. I mm-hmm. uh, gotta love the little homages that they that they do in there. But uh, what did you guys think about the uh, uh, about uh, about Tamago, the episode was, as a whole? As as a whole, aside from I think the main story line was probably the better of them. Um, and there's just the crazy antics of Thanksgiving and. Them trying to get the uh, magical creatures under, under oh excuse me under control, and then we're fine. And then Nora Dark and Constantine, another subplot, yeah, again, <laughs> needed to happen. Um, but I think I think plot A, which is supposed to be the part, which is supposed to be the main one, was probably the better out of all four of them well yeah because yeah, i i feel like the uh uh the, the food one you know the the whole getting the magical creatures under under uh, under wraps and whatnot was more like a, a an avenue to launch uh mona into the series mm-hmm. as a as a character and and again that's kind of what we were talking about like the, the, some of these decisions they've been making have just been plot manufacturing devices and they needed her for the story uh, for the stuff that happens in episode eight, and so, uh, and and I guess to a less part, you know, episode six. Yeah, um, yeah. Because that's when that's when she starts to kind of go in and actually loosen up protocol, I guess, which allows. Uh, what was it, Operation Hades? Operation, I don't know, Operation Hades. Well, that that was that that was at the end of episode seven, where I think um, Operation Hades came into play yeah yeah but again we had to get the setup here for mona with mm-hmm. uh with with this you know with the tamago episode uh, but what, I, just, I mean what did you think i think the mona thing is it, it gets me um i don't like her oh boy oh that's okay I can, i'm back in don't worry about it okay um i definitely don't like how you know she just what she still feels kind of shoehorned into me into this show into this mm-hmm. episode um you know she's just it's just not what i would want to see she's not some a character that i like i don't relate to her and i'm a dc guy like i've been reading <laughs> dc comics since i it's how i got into the show really is that you know i've got that encyclopedic knowledge going back way far like neuron and all that but she like i i sit there and i think to myself couldn't they have grabbed somebody else? Yeah, like Animal Man? Well, Animal Man or or well no, somebody to do the Nora part. Like, you know, there are plenty of other characters that are already established in DCU. Now obviously not Nort, but you know, of that level caliber mm-hmm. of character. There there are the hell, Marvin or Wendy from the the old Super Friends show I'd have been happy with. <laughs> I mean, do you understand like like making a character like Mona who's just nothing more than this annoying hipster like and, and it gets worse as the season goes and she's like all in love with some dog boy now and it's just I don't and I don't care about her and I hate to say it. They have not these writers have not 
made me care what happens to this person. Originally, I thought she was just a love interest for Gary, and I was all okay with that. But now it's like, you know, even like maybe not Jimmy because you use him on Supergirl, but even like Jimmy, she's playing the Jimmy Olsen role in this. You know, like the the one who gets into trouble and needs to be rescued. It's yeah. she's annoying. So it made me not like the, these two episodes, especially were like the two weakest for me of the season. Um, you know, especially this one was didn't the, record them. <laughs> right. <laughs> this episode was better. Don't get me wrong. This episode had a lot more humor and a lot more fun. The the Japanese stuff. You know, they did cram it full, but the way they crammed it in, it did work to some extent. They probably could have pushed one of the subplots off, but I understand they wanted to do a Thanksgiving episode since they had Biff there and all of that. I'm fine, but just, yeah, Nora, like, Mona's just got to go. Like, please, just, just kill her. I'm sorry. But... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean, she seems to me like it's, uh, this is an over-the-top ridiculous show. But she seems really over the top and ridiculous she, even still, which is which is kind of interesting because she's you know, Anne Harriet. <laughs> and Anne Harriet. Yeah. From the sixty six Batman. Serves absolutely no purpose. Uh okay. Yeah. She's Anne Harriet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's it's so weird to like have this show be so ridiculous and so over the top and then to see her character and still think, Wow, she's really over the top yeah. <laughs> and ridiculous in a show that is already over the top and ridiculous. And so it, it is kind of weird. Like I I'm, I'm curious to see what they're trying to do with her. Cause right now I just don't see it. Like I, I, I agree with you. Will. I thought it was going to be like a love interest for Gary uh, and kind of like, you know, explore that and then have that maybe lead in operation Hades, which it sort of did sort of didn't, but you know, I, it's just, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with her. Um, uh, I, I like the actress, though. I mean, she's she's doing she's doing a good job of what she's got. It's just the problem mm-hmm. is they haven't really given her much to do. It's like, okay, you play this like crazy, weird, eccentric girl, and you know, right? That's that's all she's got to work with. <laughs> yeah, uh, like <clears throat> like if they maybe did like a a gender uh, gender bent uh, buddy animal man to make her like understand these magical creatures better that would have been that would have been something cool because it is a it is then a character in the DCU a different gender uh, in the DCU right where yeah. is this where is this uh character brand new character no DC ties whatsoever i get the feeling with animal man though you know what given how much they're playing inside the DCU app with regards to like doom patrol and swamp thing Animal Man, Animal Man was one of the Vertigo titles when it first came mm-hmm. out. I could totally see them doing an Animal Man over there. I could get why they can also use her for that. Yeah, I can also see now with Swamp Thing they could they could use Animal Man. Right. I, there. But there are any number of sidekicky type people in the G, in the DCU that didn't have powers. They were just kind of around um, that could get into trouble. That they could have brought, and then that would have automatically. You know, brought her to a point, at least for me, and I'm trying to think of someone that would, you know, be able to do it. Even a Stephanie Brown, which I get you can't use. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like like somebody. Like, I'm like, oh, Stephanie Brown, she's going to eventually become the spoiler. Okay, you know, like, have that hope. And I think that that's something Legends has lost. They used to sprinkle that stuff in, you know, yeah. early on in the shows and the seasons. And then somewhere around season three when they started making Zari, and Zari's her own kind of creation... It's like they're like, well, let's just create our own characters. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not why we watch this show. I don't want to see Guggenheim's creations. I want to see the, the the characters I've followed for the last 30 years. You know? Yeah, just, yeah, characters that, that 
you know, F-list characters, like right. Z-list characters that just, you know, have fun with them. The characters that, that nobody, like, you know, only, like, you know, your diehard fans care about and whatnot. Or, or, and just have fun with them and do cool stuff with them and, and give them a life of their own outside of, you know, the minuscule existence that they had in the comics prior. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's kind of a shame that, that, that they're not going that route. But I'm wondering, and, and Will, you brought up, you, uh, when you mentioned the uh, streaming service. Right. Um I wonder if that has a lot to do with that because you know they they have this new streaming service it's Warner Brothers Direct or whatever DC and yeah. or DC Direct and so DC's like hey uh all of those characters that we let you use on your shows and granted CW is is, is owned by Warner Brothers but right. you know yeah. they they're also its own independent network and so they're going to want to push people towards those streaming services Absolutely <clears throat> Excuse me and so by by uh you know, limiting the amount of characters that can show up on the CW, you now have this wealth of characters that can show up on the streaming service. And so I'm wondering if, it, if this is if, if a lot of this is to do with like politics and, and whatnot in the. Uh, well, that uh, could be a source of speculation, Kyle, if we want to do it. It's like the news of what's going on with Arrow, what mm-hmm. this could mean for Legends in the future. And, oh, yeah, we're, we're know, totally going to talk about that because yeah, there's not much for us to speculate on yeah. about, these, about these two episodes. So. <laughs> Uh, so, so we're that gonna... goes into episode seven. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did it. We're gonna speculate right now for him. Uh, I yeah. bet that there'll be a doll that comes to life with Pee Wee Herman's voice. <laughs> I'm gonna be amazed if that. You know what? I'm just gonna go crazy and say that's happening. Time is gonna freeze. You know, it's a... <laughs> and they're gonna get different realities. Yeah, because Constantine just. Oh, Constantine. I, I have a feeling there's going to be. A uh, sisters. Oh God, what is it? Um, uh, the uh, sirens of time sirens stream? of space time. Yeah, sirens gonna, of space time. There's gonna be sirens of space time, <laughs> I think. And then there's going. What was the 18 one that they did? The, oh, God, the puppets. Uh, the janitors of the one. time stream. Yeah. Was the janitors of. We don't the custodians have anymore, of the chronology. custodians of, of so chronology, the, yeah. 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 <laughs> the janitors. Of... <laughs> really? Oh, I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Sorry. I wish I had a big cigar and be like, ah, I love it when I play it comes together. <laughs> All right, I'm shaving my hair into a mohawk. But, I, you know, I definitely think they could have pulled from any number of those type of characters. You know who I'd love to see? Harold from Batman. Like, imagine him on this ship. Like The doesn't... guy who opens the trunk of his car with a karate chop? No, Harold is like this... He was this guy with a hunchback. He's a deep cut on Batman. They killed him in Hush. Um, oh, spoiler okay. alert. Was he, the, was he like the mechanic? Yeah. But imagine him on the Wave Rider. Like, you know, he doesn't talk, and all he does is he makes weapons and, you know, he creates all this tech. Great D-list well, he... character. And he could be the, the engineer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, uh, well, but, seeing that. Um, oh God, why can't I think of his name now? Oh, Firestorm guy. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you talking about? Because uh, it's hard. Because I want to call him Jason, even though they didn't use Jason. Yeah, he's not Jason. Oh my God, I feel so terrible. <laughs> We're awful. Um, oh boy. This oh is wow. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, moving on. Well, Anywho, but, but, fire. But we got to remember anyway, though, because that... Firestorm's not on this ship anymore. <laughs> yeah. We we got to remember that uh, we're we're looking for a character that could take Mona's role, right? So right. so who could mm-hmm. be who could be somebody who uh, has an exhaustive knowledge of like magical creatures, not because they think magical creatures are real, but because they've read a lot. Or Zatanna. Uh, I mean, Zatanna's too. Yeah, now you couldn't use Zatanna. Madame Xanadu like, does, could. Does, Madame does, Xanadu. Well, does does Zatanna or Madame Xanadu have like? 
like a lackey sort of, you know, little kid character. Jackson. Like, like, Sorry, I just remember. Jax, yes, yeah. Jax. Jax, yes, Jax. <laughs> I kind of want to say Franz, and like that's his, that's his actual name. That's the actual, you know, actor's name. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, like, you know, could we get a, uh, you know, your, oh gosh, who are the Super Friends characters again? Uh, Marvin oh, and Wendy? Twins? Yeah, Mar- like a Marvin oh. and Wendy equivalent character, but like for Zatanna. Or for Madame Xanadu, or something like that, like just a really like obscure kid small devil. scale kid devil. Uh, Blue Devil had a sidekick for a while. It was uh, the gopher on the movie set, uh, Eddie Bra- Eddie Blake, I think his name was. He was a Teen Titan for a while. Uh, Neuron- oh wow, actually that could happen because Neuron messed with him and made him into a devil, uh, huh. like an actual superhero. And he was he was called Red Devil for a while. Kid Devil, Red Devil, um, like. Actually, wow, he'd be really he would be really good. Now I don't know from what I hear, there's talk of Blue Devil showing up in DC on the DC streaming app. Like I think they're gonna put him into either Swamp Thing or maybe even Doom Patrol. Um <laughs> I I'd I'd love to see it. Don't get me wrong, I love Blue Devil. But he'd be a character I think they could use. Like there are. There are all these like obscure, you know, characters. I mean, obviously they can't use any of the Doom Patrol, which sucks because they would have also been perfect. But yeah. No, just I, yeah. Th- I, I Mona is just here. annoying. That's the point. Mona to <laughs> me is like you could be annoying if you were a Marvin or a Wendy. Like if I had known like since nineteen seventies, which is when I watched it. Let's not discuss it. Um, <laughs> if Old I could see, guy. <laughs> I remember back in my day, we had to watch the Super Friends on Saturday mornings at eleven a.m. And let well, me did, tell you, did you have to like get up to turn the channel? Like, yeah, it was remotes? horrible. <laughs> if, my dad had a remote on, control. Click. My dad had two remote click. controls. It was called me and my sister. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, you know, Marvin and Wendy, here's the thing. They could have got away with that if she was annoying like that, but they called her Wendy or Marvin. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. then I would sit there. At least for me, I'd be able to go, okay, well, I'm going to give her some because she entertained me all those years. Okay, Marvin and Wendy were annoying on the Super Friends. That's why Zan and Jana were created. But be that as it may, you know. Yeah, they they needed to, they need to do something different with her. And I mean, my God, there have been like ninety seventeen Titans they could have brought in. You know, I'm like, <laughs> it just yeah. I, I would like to have seen. I, that's just it. She hasn't earned anything with me, so she doesn't get the right to be annoying. So then I get pissed off when she's on screen. Yeah, that's the thing is if you have that uh, that history of being an annoying little brat sidekick or something like that, it, it does kind of like oh, this is the annoying little brat sidekick character, so you know what to expect. And right, and I yeah, it's 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 uh, she's so over the top with like her naivety and like all this kind of stuff. It's just it's it's really you know, it's it, in a show such as Legends, it's really hard to say break suspension of disbelief. <laughs> <laughs> She's Knives Chow from Scott Pilgrim. And, and I'm not meaning that in like the racial way. She's Knives Chow. Yeah, she's, she's as annoying like, as Knives was in the beginning of that movie. Super <laughs> like super naive and like super, you know, positive and whatnot. And in in uh you know, and the hipster. A, yeah, and like the, the, well everybody's a hipster in some way. Uh, not me, boy. I voted Republican. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you flip cards, you dirty card flipper. Sorry. That's 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 kind of hipster. <laughs> I mean, I've seen hipsters like pull that out and be like, "Yeah, I play Magic the Gathering." Probably never heard of it. It's only the most popular <sighs> card game ever. Yu-Gi-Oh yeah, is yeah. for Yu-Gi-Oh is for children. Magic, Magic is, is like what vape. you graduate to. You're vaping <laughs> what now. About Digimon. 
Digimon. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Listen, they all came from Magic. I've been playing Magic since it was out in 25 years ago, so I'm not a hipster because I play Magic. I've got some. All oh, right, now you're dating yourself. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you know there there's yeah there's uh, as as you've just seen, there's a lot of characters that they could have used to kind of like oh prepare you for that she's going to be this annoying little character and. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and and maybe maybe the reason why they're doing they they didn't choose a character like that is that they 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 want you to be annoyed at this character so she can do something to redeem herself. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. But, I think uh, they just wanted to put her with Gary at one point and then realize that they you know Gary's better as like lovesick. I don't know. Is it is it Gary and Mona are two similar characters? They what really about, are. What is it about Gary though that? Is it is it that he's used more sparingly, and that there's a lot of Mona in these in these several episodes? Because like even mm-hmm. even Gary was used very sparingly in these episodes, right? Um, and it was, you can't it was all have too Mona. much ineptitude. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I think it's just when we see Gary, it's very limited, and so you know you you get the zinger, you get the joke, you get the gag, and then Gary's gone. Right. Um, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's saturation of the ineptitude. Like we 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 get that ineptitude naivety from gary and then we get a double dose of it with mona and and then we and honestly we get it from ray go ahead like ray is already in that role for us and he shouldn't be ray should Mm -hmm. not be in that role but ray also is pretty naive and he's pretty it's like it it doesn't need to be there like i like i think gary works because gary is the the cop working for the oversight agency who's kind of moronic and so you you it allows them to get away with things, you know, because the, the cop is a moron. You know, it, it, he's Roscoe Coltrane with the Duke boys and the Legends of the Duke boys. Having Mona, you, she you serves almost yourself no... again, Will. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Here we go. Ready? Watch this. Watch this. Uh-oh. There we go. Yeah, oh, no. And it's my podcast now. Screw y'all. Oh, I'm in the lobby. I just kicked the guys out. All right. <laughs> We want to. Uh, we want to be a little nicer to the engineer. Oh God, it's so dark in there. <laughs> I don't know, boys. Please maybe we should be a little nicer the to the engineer now, huh? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. As you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh. But on that episode of the Dukes, you know, where Roscoe was chasing them. Um, oh yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Yep. <laughs> no. But I do. I do. I wish that they. Uh, if she had a reason and a purpose, and maybe we haven't seen it yet, but I doubt it. <laughs> no, I hope I'm wrong, but it just—I wish she wasn't there. But yes, but I, Kyle, I think though. Where did Kyle oh, go? Ahead. Oh, Kyle's still there. Oh, I don't see Kyle on my screen. I, Kyle, are uh, you there? I, Speak, Kyle. Uh, yes, He's I'm talking. here. Oh, hello. There you are. Yep. He, he, oh, you can hear him. I can hear him. All right, I gotta I pull. Can... I'm gonna pull him back out because I don't hear him. Go ahead. Now I hello yes I'm there. Oh, there we go. I pulled him out, and we'll pull him back in. Are we? Can you see me now? now there there. We go. I, I can see you. see you too. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, um, that was weird. That was I weird. can see everyone. So so yeah, I mean we you know I I think uh, I think uh, we, we've made our points with Mona, but there, there's another female character on this show that deserves way more attention than we've given uh, than we give Mona this episode, and that of course is the star of this episode and perhaps the star of the season, and that is the three-breasted lovely woman Gamira. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or Garima. Garima. Not to be confused uh, with Gamora. Completely yeah, different character. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're both warriors. They're both, you know, have uh, off weird colors. Skin. Yeah, 
<laughs> they're both aliens. And they're both aliens, but only one of them has three boobs, and uh, obviously, yes. that... and one of them is alive. Ooh, oh come on, Gamora! Gamora will be back. You know <laughs> hey, spoilers! Well, I know. Spoilers for Aven- uh, Avengers and- <laughs> for a movie that's been out a year and and made over a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, okay. It's on Netflix, and yeah, we, we yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yes, and so uh, obviously in order to defeat the uh, creature created by this book that binds itself to artists, they need another artist to come in and uh, complete it. But with the um, uh, director, his, I, I guess by <laughs> return of the Mick in this case. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the director having uh, vanquished his fear by writing what he, uh, what he was afraid of and it coming alive. Uh, we turn to Mick, and of course, Mick, who has been this this writer, it's been a kind of an in joke the entire season. Uh, Zari got to read his manuscript. In, that was last year. Yeah, that was yeah. that was during the, the the time uh, the time loop episode, which the Flash copied this season, uh, mind yeah. you. Um, uh, they yeah, Legends did it first. Yeah, Legends did it first <laughs> and better. <laughs> it was really good. That was a good episode. Um, Wait, who did it better, us or Flash? The, well, I kind of think Legends did it better, but that's okay. I, I yeah. Flash has lost is, a step with me this year, but I won't discuss that here. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so now we have uh, Mick come up to the forefront to write the ending of the story with uh, uh, Tamago uh, or ta- Tagamo. Tagamo, 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 and then thus breaks his Wait. writer's block. Right. Yes, which he did take a poop that morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, and, and so uh, we we have this interesting character. We have Mick uh, actually come forward and basically admit to the team that he that he was a writer and he uh, saved the day in that situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we've already talked about with Mona, we have our uh, fugitives. They were hangry, and so they got fed, and that was that. And uh, the the real big thing here was the reveal of Operation Hades, where we had. Um, uh, Biff come out and say, you know, that these creatures are trainable, so that they want they have some nefarious purpose. And uh, as it's revealed later in the episodes, we're not reviewing today, but have already come out, and we've done episodes on. Uh, <laughs> they're using them for, I guess, uh, infantry in some kind of war, and it's uh, actually Nerid's mm-hmm. uh, uh, war. Nerid, uh, Nerod, Neron, 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 Neron. It's been six months since. Cut <laughs> 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 me some slack. Um, but yeah, so that that pretty much covers this episode. Again, it was an episode that's all over the place with a bunch of different side plots. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I feel that uh, Garima was the star of the show there. Oh, totally. I totally with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess what we can do now is we can kind of roll this into the next episode. We'll give a little uh, give a little talk about that. And uh, this one I particularly liked because uh, I don't know if I mean probably a lot of people don't really follow Biff after. Uh, after Back to the Future, but he is a very, very talented very funny musician. Guy. Yes, very talented musician. Oh, and, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and he's had he, a big uh, Broadway career, I do believe. So yeah, oh. and and his uh, his uh, his act that he does, uh, he uh, he writes songs for it, and it's hilarious. And a lot of them, you know, riff on Back to the Future and things. Say like hi to your mom for me. <laughs> and he he's got like a he's got a song about people asking him about Back to the Future and stuff. And he just—he's uh, a really talented musician, really good singer and uh, performer. And it was really cool to see him perform in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when Nate came out with the lute, I was like, "Oh, please tell me, please tell me that they're gonna have Biff sing a song." And they did, and it was great. <laughs> it was, but I'm gonna tell you right now, this was the problem I had with this episode. Oh yeah, is that that because they crammed this episode full so full of stuff 
that it felt like they shoehorned in, like they're like, we're contractually obligated to let Patrick Wilson, Patrick Wilson, yeah, I think that's it, uh, whatever the hell his name was, I know his last name's Wilson, we're contractually obligated to let him sing on an episode, and well, we've got Neron coming, so we should do it now. Like, it just, it felt a little shoehorned in. Like, the only other way they could have shoehorned it in more is if, like, he was seeing Christmas carols with Nate around the tree. You know, it just, <laughs> it just felt that way. And so I think that's one of the reasons I didn't like this episode that much is that so much was going on. So much was happening between the Minotaur and France and, you know, them there and then the stuff that's going on back at the Bureau and Mona and they're locked in a cage and Nora Dark and this whole... It, it was just too... It was too much, and I didn't care enough about anything going on. You know? That's just me. Mm-hmm. What, about you, what about you, Kyle? What do you think about this episode? Um, it was a, another filler episode. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it, it was okay for what it was. Uh, I'm. It's sad to see Nate not be part of the Legends anymore. But, I mean, he's still, he's still involved with the show, just not... And, Involved with the team, just not on the ship anymore. As a legend, yeah. Yeah, because his yeah. effect costs too uh, much. <laughs> they did the same thing to Firestorm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it it is what it is. I... Well, you know, it's probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's probably budgetary <laughs> it, things, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so we want to continue to pay our actors so that they'll stay on the show. Uh, so in order to do that, we need to uh, come up with, like, you know, a budget proposal to say that, well, we can write these characters into these roles where they won't need special effects, and right. therefore we can continue to pay them, and, uh, you know, more of our budget will go towards the stars than to, say, special effects. Uh, right. Yeah, which is why he wasn't steeled up for... That whole fight. And well, he was still up for Minotaur... like two seconds. It was two seconds. And, and the Minotaur choked And he choked him, him out. Yeah. And bam. And I'm like, that's not how it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's the thing about this show, I think, is it's less, it's become less about superhero antics and more about the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they've kind of run roughshod on a bunch of the characters, Ray particularly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, but, you know, and this was a character episode. Uh, we got to see Mona and uh, Ava and uh, Nora all kind of get together. And, and, and honestly, I think this was an episode where, where Mona shined and that this is the kind of stuff that she excels at, I think. And these kind of like, you know, that this is uh, it, it felt like a slumber party kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a, 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 you know, a bunch of girlfriends together and like they're, you know, gossiping about boys and stuff like that. And, and the way that her character is and the way that that, that character is presented kind of feels like that sort of what she was uh she fits in better with that i, I guess it, it, it wasn't as grating uh seeing her in that kind of context than uh you know seeing her just be you know super naive and like oh there's a baba yaga cool yeah i'm not at all scared of this or a chupacabra or like it's Sulu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like how do you you know how do you not see a hawaiian werewolf and just be like I'm scared. Instead, she's like, "Oh, cool! That's that's a Hawaiian werewolf." Yeah, <laughs> and and so I think yeah, I'll I, date I, him. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I love this man, uh, this were man, man wolf thing. Uh, <laughs> it's got feelings too, guys. Well, well monsters are, are well. people too, especially were people. Where yeah. you know, I don't know, but uh, but yeah. So I I felt like uh, that was that was kind of it was nice to see the character development there between those three characters, and I, I felt like that was kind of one way that that Mona actually shined, and it wasn't nearly as uh, as as gritty and grinding uh, to see right. her in that context as other ones. But uh, 
I, I disagree, Will. I, I think that having I, – I know it was contractually obligated, and yes, they had to squeeze it in. It's not like you're going to have him sing a song when, you know, Nirod's fighting with demons and stuff. So. But here's my thinking on this. Why didn't they do a musical episode? Oh, they should have. Uh, That's such a waste. Such they a have waste. so much musical talent on this show, period, that yeah, a musical they? episode would be good. I I think I think it should be a uh, similar how to how we had the uh, you know Elvis guitar with the death totem right. last season. If they could find a magical instrument or whatever, and like you know mm-hmm. Biff picks it up, starts playing it, can't put it down. <laughs> so it's just him the whole episode just playing like help me <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, but I, I just I think it would be great to see more of his performances uh, right. in the series because like that's that's what he's known for now, right? You know, no, yes, he'll always make... be known for Biff. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. I know that he plays music, but it's always like, <laughs> you're Biff. And, You'll and forever have... be Biff. Yeah. And, and even and when they... he was on Freaks and Geeks, he did Biff things. It was, you know, yeah. Like, I, I loved I him know. on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show. Hey, Freaks and Geeks is great. That's that's. I want to do a Freaks and Geeks TV talk. Yeah, that'd be a really long, long season. season. Yeah, um, but but yeah, you know, it, uh, he's you know because he's a really talented performer. And it's you know, it's nice to see see his stuff. And um, Thomas Wilson, yeah. that's his name. That's right. No, no. Yes, and and they have to go in there and they have to do the the Back to the Future stuff, much to his chagrin, I'm sure. But right. um, mm-hmm. it's what it's what the fans want, so you got to give them what they want. Uh, I, I did like Nate's joke, you know, when he said, "Well, let's make like a tree and leave," and then uh, yes. Nate was like, "That's not how it goes." <laughs> <laughs> was that this? Uh, that was this episode, wasn't it? I believe it was this episode. Yeah, it might it might have been the previous one, uh, but I, yeah. I think it was this episode. Um, but yeah, and so we had we had uh, uh, Salvador Dali was portrayed pretty well. I feel um, they, who was referred to by Biff as the weird guy. <laughs> that weird guy over there with that mustache. Yeah, and um, <laughs> we got Hemingway. This is this is you know we had. Um, um, the Fitzgeralds too, which yep. I have no idea who the Fitzgeralds are. What? Oh man! Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Thing, really? Like you know, Ella Fitzgerald and uh, not Ella Fitzgerald. Wasn't uh, it F. Scott? F. Scott Fitzgerald and uh, okay. Zelda. Okay. Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah. Okay. Now I know. Oh my god! Because because they, they it, to me just saying the last name it could it literally could have been anyone but them now but then you now saying oh yeah F, oh yeah that's F. Scott Fitzgerald okay yeah. that makes sense. Because they were it, him it, and Hemingway were were you know colleagues like they rode around the same time, yeah. Now, and and Zelda here's the was thing. A, a massive drunk. Yes. <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, my AP teacher said it best, and I, I mean, this is why I loved my AP te- English teacher in high school. When you know we start out the year, and she just goes, "Okay, here's the deal." She was almost Donald Sutherland from Animal House. She looks at me. She looks at the class. And she goes, "Here's the deal. Hemingway is the Antichrist. He's a misogynistic." drunk pig who who got lucky writing a few good books and we're going to read one of those decent books and i'm sorry i have to subject you to this but just try to bear through it as best you can thank you (laughs) (laughs) but she's the best ap teacher i had but yeah i've never liked hemingway i've always thought of him as he and I get he he's important to the 20th century american literature i get it yeah just as steinbeck is and i like steinbeck in, I I don't like Steinbeck that much. I like Of Mice and Men, and yeah, that was it about Of Mice and Men. Maybe The Pearl, but I mean, I hated Grapes of Wrath. I thought it was like, wow, you meandered way too long. This isn't literary TV talk. I understand, but like you know, <laughs> Maybe but it should be. but the mention of F. Scott Fitzgerald, I'm like, yes, you know, because again, I like books, but 
it, it just Hemingway. It was like I'm kind of glad we're there, and I'm kind of glad they made him into kind of an ass. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they 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 did a pretty uh, fairly decent job of like these quick characterizations of these people. But yeah, they they could have made Hemingway more of a dick. I think. <laughs> I think they did. I mean, think about it. Didn't he attack the Minotaur? Like he was like they almost had everything squared away, and then he. He had to go and muck it up. And then up. he was going to shoot him. Yeah. 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 You know, and again, um, Hemingway but, was a drunken buffoon. He was, he was awful. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like the fact that they had the, uh, you know, Zelda grabbing the bottle of whiskey as they're uh, going behind the, <laughs> behind the bar. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, this, this one was kind of a, a, an interesting sort of quick episode. It was more character builder. Uh, we, we got to see, uh, we got to see a lot of Nate um, standing up to his mm-hmm. dad and sort of uh, evolving himself and what he wants to be and becoming that person. And we got to see some Nora and some Ava and some Mona kind of, uh, you know, exploring uh, what it is to be, uh, you know, a prisoner and second chances and things like that. And uh, a little bit of growth on their side as well, especially Ava, who went from this, you know, let's treat these, you know, creatures, these inhumane, monstrous conditions, and then she's like, you know what, maybe we should, uh, uh, you know, not be jerks <laughs> to these magical creatures and whatnot. Well, she had the best line of the show, too. Oh, yeah, what'd she say? Who doesn't want to see a Ray Palmer love letter? You have to open it. There's probably glitter in it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. And it was funny because I had forgotten that Ray was stuck in the glue on the end Yeah, of me too. Right. I totally forgot about that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, how did they get out of this prison? I can't remember. And then Ray popped up. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how they did it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's that pretty much. I mean, anything else on this uh, on this particular episode before we start getting into uh, some, uh, some quotes and whatnot? I think we can go to, you know, do we want to do speculation a little bit or do we want to save that for, like, news and all that with what's going on? We can speculate. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's save that with news. Right. Yeah, let's go ahead and do our, our our mix quotes for both of these episodes, and then we'll just talk about speculation uh, until we until we sign out. It's the mix quote of the week. righty, for the first section of this week's mix quote of the week, we have uh, episode five up, and we got a couple quotes here because they're uh, they're pretty uh, pretty good. This is this is this is a, mm-hmm. a good make episode. I feel mm-hmm. so. Kyle, why don't you take it away? Yes, I was watching porn. I take my porn very seriously. I was thinking about a fourth boob. Grimma was as strong as she was stunning, and with her by his side, Buck had at least had at last vanquished his true enemy, fear. <laughs> scene and scene. I, I, I gotta go with I was thinking about a fourth boob. I would have to go with that as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This All was right. a well, pretty Kyle... heavy Mick episode. I was I was this, happy with this, it. Yeah. yeah. Compared compared to um Tenders the Nate, uh Takamo was very yeah, very yeah. Mick centered. Yeah. Well Kyle, so. it's it's uh your what what's your what was your vote? <clears throat> We're going with uh I th- I was thinking about a fourth boob. Yep. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. That's your mix. <laughs> and moving on to episode six. And we got a couple on this one. Uh, let me see. Scroll down. There we go. All right. Yeah. There's actually, we actually got a, a Wow, that's like a one. lot. 
These, I think, these are literally all of his quotes from the entire episode. (laughs) Yes, every line he had was gold. Yes, yes, just like who said anything about work? Thingy goes, oh God, oh it's supposed to be beep. Thingy goes beep, we kick ass. Stupid autocorrect. I thought it was oh, impolitically correct. Thought he blew up in space. I need a Marcel. Someone say loot. And welcome back, ugly. <laughs> and that was literally every single line that Mick had. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I'm torn between uh, three and four. I thought that was uh, impolitically correct. And I thought he blew up in space. Because that was just I actually, I'm sorry. My son and grandson <laughs> talked about how he blew up in space. <laughs> Actually, Wait, I your grandfather's he blew up in here? Space was mine, yeah. Wait, your grandfather's in here? I thought he blew up in space. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> All right, so let, let, let's go so, with it. I, uh, I thought he blew up in space. So, Kyle, give it to us. Thought he blew up in space. We could skip Nate's because, I mean, Nate had one, but uh, I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that, that, that uh, we got some not necessarily speculation for these episodes because uh, these happened and there's already been episodes right. after them, so it's not really poignant to mm-hmm. speculate on them. However, do we want to? Is... By the way, do we also want to do the Ross? Ross did have reviews. Ross did have reviews for both or for yes. Oh. Actually, he kind of put them into one post, so I can kind of read them real quick, or we can just you know check out our website. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we got we, can, we, we got, got time. Ross. We love Ross. I'm love. Um... Yeah. All right, here he goes. Yeah, we got time. It's only it's only been an hour. Look. Oh, wow. Look at you. All right. Sorry I'm behind, guys, but I've just watched this week's episode, so I'll give a few thoughts about last week's. I don't under- I, I realized then where he was going, but I'm like, I just watched this week, so I'm going to give you thoughts of last week. Okay. I like how they changed the title card for this episode being set in Japan. Yes, I noticed that. Doing a huge monster episode. It made total sense to feature Ishiro Honda and pay homage to his work. Mick's suggestion at the end that lizards are king was class. I can't believe we missed that one, by the way. Oh, yeah. I noticed that up until the legends arrive, all the other cast members and extras are speaking Japanese, which I thought was a clever fourth wall moment for the audience, as we don't understand the language until they arrive with their translators. I speak fluent Japanese, Ross. Why would you assume I don't? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't speak Japanese. I like how the mythtery, which is what I'm calling them, mythtery, like the word myth and mystery mixed together. I just actually, when I read mystery, I think to myself, okay, somebody's got a lisp. But anyway, <laughs> I like how the mystery. Oh, God, I made that sound bad. Mystery. All right. I like how the mystery. <laughs> I've had too much. All right. I like how the mystery. I'm going to say mystery now. This week wasn't the, co- the, the Tagumo itself, but the Tagumo. Kokomo. Wasn't the Kokomo itself. <laughs> But the byproduct of a magical book, I'm so, the Bible. All right, I'm so glad we get another reference to Mick's works as an author. I was dot 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 taken aback when we see his creation Garima brought to life and how he interacts with it. Essentially, he made out with his own imagination. 
Stay classy, and, guys. And wouldn't we all? I mean, come on. If you had a, yeah. the, the power to like write your own imagination, make it, come on. It, all right. So moving on to his next one, he went. The next sentence he was like, "Time Bros Adventure was hilarious, and I'm really enjoying the character of Mona, and I'm looking forward to seeing more of her this season." You literally are the only one. <laughs> what is Project Hades? Good question. My guess is a manufactured version of hell where Hank's superiors plan to move the captured creatures to where inevitably it all goes wrong, Cabin in the Woods style. I think that has a lot to do with Neuron. The fact that they're mentioning Neuron and Project Hades I don't think is an accident. Mm-hmm. Personally. But, you know, that's it. But those are the Ross things. Thank you, Ross. We love your letters. We miss them. Please write in more when we start back up in two weeks. But, you know, you know, I guess we can move on to the news and speculation. So... Yes. But thank you again, Ross. That was awesome. We very much appreciate you. It's time for news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, again, no speculation this week since we've, you know, the episodes have already happened after mm-hmm. these. But uh, we have a big shakeup in the world of the Arrowverse, and that is, of course... Well, I guess beforehand is that we're renewed. Yes, we are renewed for season five. <laughs> yes, Nobody knows how long yet. And given yeah, the Arrow no news... No one knows how long. And given the Arrow but news, then, yeah. Dead into Arrow. Yeah, and, and, and so uh, the yeah, so so Legends was renewed. That's great. Uh, Arrow was also renewed. That's great. But it will be its last season, and it will only have ten episodes. Arrow, that uh, is not Legends. Arrow, so, Arrow, yeah. that is Arrow. Yes. Uh, and so this was this was a big thing. This is a huge thing. Nobody was really. Uh, I, I mean, you could say people saw this coming. I kind of felt it was coming. Uh, but it, it is time. It's not like it's a cancellation. It's just they're giving them one more season. Uh, but you know they, they they've told a lot of stories in this universe and really it's it's kind of gone to uh the flash and supergirl uh and and black lightning although that's not really connected in the universe which it may be after the crisis and whatnot yeah. but uh yeah this is this is a really big shake-up here and it's been uh some might argue a long time coming um but uh what do you guys think will uh what did you what did you think when you heard this news i i'm okay with it here's the thing they have. They have told every possible Arrow story they could. Unless they were going to make him the real Oliver Queen, which is, you know, a little bit more light, a little bit more fluffy, and a little bit more social justice warrior you know, like the Oliver I Queen. I can't believe my liege, or my, my, yeah. my, my, my ward is addicted. My ward is a drug addict. <laughs> you know, calling them corporate fat cats and getting pissed off at the League living in a satellite while there are people on Earth who can't, you know, like... Unless they were going to go that route, like you've kind of told all the Oliver Queen stories you can. All right. Well, how much further can it go? Um, at the end of the day, I think this is for the best for the entire universe. I think that Flash will be next and it might be next year because I think Flash is starting to get a little bit. We've kind of done this before, you know, and Legends is going to be in the same boat. I don't suspect Legends is going to last. I don't think Legends will make it past 13 or 14 episodes next year. Mm-hmm. And then I think they will use that to wrap it up. Unless they're going to use... Now, unless, after the crisis, they're going to use Legends to explore the new Earth. You know, like, to, to, to be our lens into what they've done from Crisis, which would mean probably holding Legends back until second half of the year. And I would be okay with that. Like, that's how you introduce us to this new world you created. Great. Absolutely. Other than that, though, I mean, really, we're kind of, you know, especially if DCU is going to take all of the characters, you know, from B and C level, you know, what what are they going to do? So Yeah. 
I think that's that's the big question though is, is what is the DC streaming service going to do and that that's you know really going to impact um, uh, a lot of what we see I think and it's the same thing with Marvel right the cancellation of all the of Daredevil and uh, right. you know every single of the Marvel TV shows because guess what Disney wants to stream their own stuff and so uh, mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee you that had uh, that was the reason why that was everything to do with it absolutely. absolutely. And I feel like the cancellation of Arrow might have been a lot to do. Uh, it, granted, they've they're told a lot of stories. There's not a lot of stuff to tell with that. But the cancellation of Arrow probably had a lot to do with DC's uh, TV service and then wanting to get the rights back to those characters so they can do their own stuff. And, well, I, d- um, I don't well, think also... the rights are still theirs. I think yeah. they just – I think Stephen Amell is done. I think he's like, listen, yeah, his... I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah. His, his contract was up after, like, what, season eight? So, it so then then and then they couldn't really foresee it and a show about Oliver Queen without Oliver Queen. Yeah, yeah. So they they're ending it, and it's and at least a show's getting the opportunity to wrap everything up, which most shows don't get that choice, don't get that opportunity. Yeah, it's either okay, you're done, and hopefully they and can then do they it just leave it all hanging. Episodes or however many it is. Well. Now, with your whole thing, like with what you and Bo talked about last week, um, with like how a how Arrow is not the cataclysm or is not really the start of the Arrowverse, which I do believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, with hit with with these ten episodes, then leading up to Crisis, I think that could very well happen. Like episode nine of the season is the the series finale of arrow but then have a special 10th episode of crisis and then them him being killed off taken away doing something to send him off i think they'll yeah. kill him in nine i think 10 will be the re- repercussions 10 will be the fallout we'll get the we'll get the funeral and then at the end of it we'll see a character Standing there, and he'll pull his hood down, and it's Oliver Queen, and he didn't really die. And scene end of the show. I'm laying that out there right now. I don't think they'll kill Kill Arrow. You don't I think he'll kill him. I think they will, but I think that not. I will be will be very surprised if nine is not the crisis episode, and ten is the fallout. You know, and that's your season fin- series finale. I don't think they should. I don't think Arrow, Arrow should be able to end on its own. It should mm-hmm. not be part of a crossover. So their last episode should not be a part of Crisis. Their last episode should be their own thing where they say goodbye to their fans. Like, and I think anything else is a disservice to the people that have been watching Arrow for eight years, personally. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to me because, like, usually, it, I think with Crisis, you know, we have, uh, we have the multiple Earths and stuff. And I, I like what you said, Will, about uh, exploring the different Earths. Yeah. I think that could be a cool avenue for Legends. But I think what they're going to do is consolidate these universes. Down. Into New, Year- New Earth. Like yeah, they did into New because Earth. Because as of right now in Arrow, they are doing a flash forward story in where they're going to 2040. So it's two years before they meet, like the legends meet up with Zari, right? And nine years before the season one episode, Star City 2049 with Connor Hawk, right? Now, Connor Hawk, John Diggle Jr. does appear in Star City 2040, which I think is pretty awesome, right? But they also they really have not alluded to where Oliver Queen is yet. So, and they have not they have not talked about any other heroes besides the ones that are currently on Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is all taking. So 
it's all taking place before anything to do with crisis. And like I said last year, or when we finished up, you know, our podcast, I would love to see, or when we did Crisis, I think it was the Crisis podcast, I would like to see them take the DC Universe shows and Smallville and Batman 66. Or don't put Burt Ward in the tights. Dear God, don't put Burt Ward in the tights. <laughs> but, you know, the rest of them, I'd like to see them take them all and smash it. Leave Gotham out. Gotham could stay where it is. But God <laughs> but every everything else, I would love to see them sm- so that yes, there is one universe, and so that the Doom Patrol and Teen Tight or Titans and all that are still on this. Because then imagine taking these shows, which the CW, I mean, they don't get the streaming rights after they're done. They do go to the DCU app, so it's going to switch over to there. Like it would, imagine having it all be one universe over there. I'm down with that. You know, and then have the legends explore the timeline of this new. Maybe that's what they'll do. They'll explore the timeline of this new Earth. So yeah, and just kind of see what's up with that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I I, I think what they're kind of like. I, my feeling is that they're going to do a, uh, a consolidation, and we're going to have uh, w- what is effectively the Trinity for the the Arrowverse. And uh, instead of you know Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, we're going to have the Flash, Supergirl, and Batwoman. Uh, right. and that's going to kind of be our Trinity, and. Um, We'll see a lot more interactions with them, maybe in the in the following seasons, which I think would be cool. Uh, you know, like there, there's, it's th- th- there's so many characters on Flash, and Bo and I have talked about this that are just kind of falling out of re- relevance. Mm-hmm. And right. you know, with, with rumors that Cisco Valdez is leaving, well, he is. Sorry, he's yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. So he I mean, he's going to be gone. Wait, that's been confirmed. Yeah, he. I think he confirmed it on Twitter. Yeah, and and so uh, and and who knows what's going to happen with Caitlin because. There's, there, it doesn't look like they're going to turn her into a villain. It just really doesn't. Which um, doesn't make any sense, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so I mean I'm not quite sure, but like I think it would be neat if we can kind of stop focusing on all these like, like ancillary characters, and maybe, maybe like don't start with 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 Flash and Supergirl. Let Batgirl right. kind of uh, build up or Batwoman build up her rogue gallery and her, her rogue gallery yeah yeah and her world and then you know after her first season second season maybe we can start having superhero team-ups and have them all fight together and stuff right. like that so, so do you think to... do you think on batwoman duella dent has to happen right they have to do joker's daughter i mean i i gotta I, figure they're gonna use her because that gives them a joker without giving him a joker <laughs> well they kind of already have a joker with alice okay but not in this. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna but be not in the same way that like there is a it's a, it's a, like Alice is an actual Joker Joker. It's just that that's her, that's her Joker. Right. That's Kate Kane's Joker. Okay. I don't read a lot of Batwoman. Uh, you know, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not too familiar. You Which know. is why I'm kind of excited. Like that's that's why I want them to build up her uh, her universe because I don't really know a lot about Kate Kane. Right. Uh, or Me Katie too. Kane. Right. Or is it? No, Kate she Kane? is Kate Kane. In uh, in Batman, she used to be Kathy Kane. <laughs> okay, okay. Back in and the so day, I think. It, yeah, I think it'll be cool to to learn about this hero in the same way that like I didn't know too much about the Flash. I mean, I, I knew more about the Flash than I did about Batwoman. But uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, it'll be fun to learn about her in the Arrowverse context through that show. But I I would really think that like once you get to a certain point, you got all these extra characters and all this kind of stuff, and it, it's just can we just do like some Justice League? show or something i don't know uh yeah yeah i think that that's kind of where they can go with that 
Yeah, as opposed to having like the Flash and, and Team Flash, let's just have the Flash and Supergirl and Batwoman and Green Lantern and whatever, and uh, you have a core like your core group, your core group, and um, explore those characters further without having to deal with exploring ancillary characters all the time. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about we have to write a story arc for for uh, you know the rest of Team Supergirl. We have to write a story arc for the rest of Team Flash. It's just we can build the Flash's character. In well, I, context with other superheroes. I think the problem that I'm finding with a lot of these DC TV talk shows or TV shows is the like Flash, I think, is losing because of the overwhelming need to have an over arc of the season. And I've said this before in the last couple of seasons, like go back to Flash beating up on rogues like he's not mm-hmm. like all he does is, quote unquote, save the world level stuff. He doesn't stop bank robberies he doesn't like flash used to be like a street level kind of meta he's like is there a bank robbery with a guy with a mirror i'm gonna go stop him like it's not always like the end of the world is happening if i don't speed around something so you know it's just and i think that's what's missing and i don't know that the writers of flash the tv show know how to write flash like that you know yeah yeah and and i i think one of the bigger issues too is is 23 episode seasons yeah. Uh, when you have that many episodes, you have to fill up so much stuff, and it would just be so great if we could have ten episodes, really concise. And I, I think if you want to do an overarching story, then you, you could do it with ten episodes. You could. All they yeah. have to do mm-hmm. there is a long enough hiatus in the in the winter. Why isn't it two twelves or two or eleven and a twelve? Like, why not go that route? Why not go smaller level stories? They could do it. They just I don't think they know how. I don't I think they're afraid of it. Maybe CW is like, no, 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 man, this serialized thing has been working for us. Let's not mess with anything. It just it, it is. It's they need a smaller that's one of the things that Legends has been good at. And yet we have filler episodes. Like I that's I think what's really bothering us with Legends overall is that this year we've gotten filler episodes for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like we shouldn't have to. There's only 14 episodes. Why in the world are we getting all of these like crap episodes? Move yeah. it along, you know. But I digress. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I just think it's it's really hard to have an overarching story with 23 episodes. And I I agree with you, Will. Like, if you want to do 23 episodes, cool. Fight 23 rogues. Right. Or or or, or fight. You know, uh, maybe have like two or three episode story arcs where you fight a bad guy. Right. Just like a just like a comic book, you know. Freaking break it up like you have a comic book. You, you you fight Captain Cold for seven episodes, right? Because that's a long story arc, and it's because it's a, it's an important villain. But then you fight this dude for one, or this dude for two, or like yep. this guy for one, and that guy for one. Just you know, break it up. You got a rogues gallery. You play with it, and uh, you know when you when you want to like you know expand on the characters and build on them, then you have the longer story arcs to kind of go into that. Right. And I'm with um, you on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be a great idea, and maybe that's something that they can do once the crisis happens. Maybe there'll be some kind of global reset button that they'll hit, and it'll it'll allow us to do that. It'll get rid of some of these ancillary characters and let us just focus on the Flash and focus on the Rose Gallery. New Captain Cold. They regret giving it to what's his face. I I want to lay that out there right now. You're going to get a new Cold. Not Wentworth Miller. Not what because he doesn't want to do it. So Man, they'll get he's somebody. So good at it though. Yeah, they'll get somebody. He, no, 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 no. I don't think he was. He's not my Captain Cold. I like my Captain Cold to be a scumbag. And Wentworth Miller was not a scumbag. He was way overeducated for that role in the way he talked. He was smarter than everybody in the room. S- the snart I know is 
he he led by terror and tyranny. He wasn't really the smartest guy in the room. He's like, I found this cold gun and figured out how it worked. Like, I'm still a bank robbing scumbag who sleeps with prostitutes and my dad was an asshole. Like, you know, it was <laughs> that was my snart. And I, I like Wentworth Miller's take on it, but it's not Captain Cold. It's like I don't know what he was. He was almost he was almost more Victor Freeze than he was Leonard Snart in some ways, but I digress. My opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle, what do you think, man? Like, uh, with this news coming forward, do you, what do you think they're going to try and do with the shows? I mean, uh, and how do you feel about these, you know, the, the way they have the episodes structured and whatnot? Do you think 10, Arrow, or 10 episodes is enough to finish Arrow? And like, what, what you, what you got th- in your mind? I think because that they know how, how many episodes they have left, they they know how to end the show properly. Right, yeah. I it's It sucks that it's going to end, because Arrow was the one that got me, like, really into green arrow and and everything this was i mean 2012 2000 yeah yeah 2012 when yeah it all started so and i mean because because berlanti and back then kreisberg couldn't do a flash tv show to begin with they had to do an arrow show because i for, i forget the reason but because of this, which led to which led to Flash, but then led to Supergirl and Legends, you can all I mean, it all goes back to Arrow. So I mean, hell, this this wouldn't happen right without Arrow. Yeah, no, for because, sure, it definitely has a very important role in the uh, creation of all this kind of stuff. Because I mean, you got Ray and you've got Sarah, who were on Arrow. Without those two characters. There would not be a Legends. Um, and same with Heatwave. Right. Without the introduction of Barry Allen on The Flash, or Barry Allen and the introduction on Arrow, there might there might be a Flash, but it might have been maybe something different than what we know. Yeah. Um. So it's it's sad because uh, I mean I look forward to it every week when it's when it's on, and. I mean, it's 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 one it's I guess not one less show because I'm gonna watch Batwoman. Yeah, but it's it is it I guess yeah it is one less show that I'm gonna be watching on CW now. You sure you don't want to take over Arrow TV TV talk? (laughs) Oh yeah yeah I'll I'll start it. Yep I'll start it next season. Yeah, (laughs) season nine I got this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, and this is going to be, I, it just makes me really excited about next year. And granted, I, I never really watched a lot of Arrow. I watched seasons one and two, and season two is some of the best television, like superhero television yes. I've seen in a very long time. Uh, and they did an excellent job with that, and I thought it was really great. And, you know, I've heard there's ups and downs with Arrow. So, you know, it'll be sad to see it go. Stephen Mill really did a good job kind of, like, breathing life mm-hmm. into that character and into Agreed. this universe. And, uh... But uh, but yeah, you know, it's maybe it's time to go, and then we'll see what has to happen in the future. But uh, you know, any other any other thoughts on this news, guys? <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that twice. <laughs> All right, <laughs> but yeah. well, uh, it, it, it looks like we're out of time. Uh, Finally, we, jeepers! I, I know, My right? God, man, I got dinner waiting. <laughs> I'm sorry, just kidding. Yeah. Hour and twenty <laughs> minutes, man. People are turning this off. No, no, I'm just kidding. Well, hey, you know, it's 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 a double it's a double, it's a double episode. episode. I'm with you. I'm so, with you. I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but it looks like we're out of time. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how: uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's Legends Talk TV. 
Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at ring that bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. Uh, you can follow me at Cro- at wow at Kyle Krause eighty nine. You can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson or listen to me on the brand new and amazingly awesome Planestalkers Magic Podcast. And if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. Uh, be sure to watch us live almost every week and sometimes <laughs> in between weeks in the hiatuses. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you, you can find out more about our schedule. We'll always announce it on Twitter. We'll always announce it on Facebook. But uh, you can check that out on facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network. With such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And there are some in there, but we'll read them, you know, later. Um, and don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player and Google Play and even Stitcher. And special thanks to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? <laughs> I think that's All a right. good, that, that's an apropos exit for this season just because Biff's yeah. in it. 